Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast Season 2, hosted by Ben Wyatt. Your destination for food trends, business talk, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Before we start, a huge thank you goes to Worth Foods, who are our podcast sponsor. Worth Foods believe that enjoying a snack is an opportunity to pause for a moment, even when you're on the go. So next time you're listening to a Retail Ready podcast, grab a Worth Foods bar and enjoy a delicious pause moment in your day. Visit worthfoods.com.au for more information. Now let's get on with today's Retail Ready podcast episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast. It has been oh, a couple of weeks, I could even say a couple of months since our last episode. One, I'm sorry about that. And two, it's just because I hate saying the word busy. I've been productive. I've just not been productive in trying to find a guest. However, there's a guest I'm about to introduce who I've kind of stalked for a couple of years and has watched this brand grow from strength to strength. It started off in Australia, I believe, and we're, we're going to find out the whole story. But my guest is actually now residing in Amsterdam. And uh, without further ado, I'm just going to welcome you. Gordon, welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast. How are you? I'm good, Ben. Thanks a lot for having me. No, thank you. And that, like we were just saying offline, like we, I think we've spoken in Messenger several times. We've, we've liked each of us brands for a while, uh, but we've never actually spoken. And... I don't. I probably know one percent of your business and your journey, so I'm genuinely interested in what you're going to have to say today. So, over to you. I just want if you can give a thirty second intro to who you are, what you've founded, and then I'm just going to start peppering the questions at you. If that's all good, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm as you said, Ben. I'm I'm Gordon. I'm co-founder of Vibe, um, which is now an international nutrition company and we have operations in Australia, New Zealand, the UK and, and Europe and our cornerstone product is a complete meal shake. So that means you've you've got all your protein in there, complex carbs, essential fats, vitamins and minerals, probiotics for your gut and nootropics for your brain health. It's it's fantastic. I, I love, I've been on your website in the past and I'm, I'm, I'm staring at the products now because yeah, you recently launched your the the greens nootropics, which I want to talk later in because I'm a huge fan of the nootropic space. But I want to go back to the very start. Why did you create it, and when did you create it? Because I know you're a smart man. I, I think, are you a, an accountant? I think you're an accountant, aren't you? Um, background. So yeah, that's that's the background. Yeah. 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 The fun, boring accountant. <laughs> yeah, that's what, so how does a fun, boring accountant get the idea? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create a a, a global multi-vitamin nutrient shake. Where does that idea come from? So take me back to the very start, please. Yeah, I may need to take you back a bit, a bit far. Maybe ten go years ago it. now. Fantastic, you go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was at Aberdeen Uni studying law and then my my second last year I was making this complex basically all-in-one <laughs> breakfast smoothie so I thought I was saving a bit of time saving some money mm. and then being healthy at the same time so okay I started making that every morning for for, for myself and then introduced it to friends and family and thought why, why couldn't a few more people get, in, get involved in this and then effectively that that probably got parked mm. for a few years until I remember like a defining moment 
I still had it in my head, but at the funny moment, I was maybe in, in Tesco back in the UK and was looking for this sort of complex smoothie and couldn't, couldn't really find anything. Mm. So a lot of these stories start from, from being maybe a, a bit of a disgruntled consumer yep. looking to solve the problem. So there was one particular brand that I picked up and looked at the back of the nutritionals and just was like, really? Is, is this is this on the shelves? Like there's there's so much sugar in this. How can this be um, advertised or marketed as something that's healthy for for the nation? And I was just and I think with maybe other entrepreneurs, you get that surge of energy. So I, I remember leaving the shop and thinking, no, I'm going to do this. Hmm. I'm, I'm really going to get this done. Put pen to paper. Um, and that that was basically the start. So I went back to the flat, made the business plan. Uh, at the time, you, you could. Um, I booked a meeting for Scottish Enterprise. So it's basically an organization that helps um, like aspiring entrepreneurs with their, with their business idea and tries to look for funding. So within a few weeks, I had, had that meeting and it went well. And, and the guy turned around and was like, yeah, I like I like the idea, but but why is, why is no one else done this? I don't know. There's there's, there's only one, to, <laughs> one way to find out though, right? Yeah. Um, but that was at the time that, that Hugh didn't have their rtd either so it was something completely novel in the market interesting and so while most students like myself were eating pot noodles (laughs) you you were creating your own little formula of a nutritional shake and and it's true going back to because i've i've followed the sports and diet kind of industry for oh it's come about 20 years now which is which is crazy because you've got your weight gainers, you've got your protein shakes, you've probably got your protein cookies that popped into the industry eight, nine years ago. But yeah, there was nothing in the market until that, which which is crazy to think, yeah, you had that idea those 10 years ago and just was like, yeah, like you say, it's most ideas come from a disgruntled need for wanting something. So, yeah. so then how did it go from there? Like, because... Yeah, what what happened after that meeting? Yeah, I um, kept in touch with the the advisor and, and mentioned that I've I've also got uh, plans to to go to Australia. So I, after I finished university, I, I didn't want to be a lawyer, so I was studying law, and then um, joined KPMG to do my accountancy qualification in, in Glasgow and Edinburgh. And then it's quite a typical route; like you, you're the same Ben, you're you're a Brit, and we mm. we moved over to sunny Australia. Um, so I, I left KPMG and I still had that idea in my head. I hadn't really done anything about it in terms of like some something tangible. I, w- I was of course making it all the time. Yeah, and then headed to Oz. Had a look in the shelves, and it was the same story. Nothing else was there, so there was there was definitely a gap. So probably settled down a bit. Had had like four months of maybe enjoying um, different parts of Oz. Joined Macquarie Bank and was lucky to then get sponsored by them. So that gave me a bit of security to be like, right, I, I'm, I'm going to be in the country now for at least another year. Let's let's do this, you know. So still making the shakes and was in the house and was thinking, right, how, how are we going to bring this to market? <laughs> but you're not, you're not going to do that from your kitchen at mass production. <laughs> and you're also not going to make it shelf stable. That, that was another thing I realized. So I knew that I had to get expert help. And... Uh, Utilize some some local nutritionists and and food consultants. It's probably similar story to a lot of food brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
that that was that was the first step. That was the, that was the first big one of of right. This this is the quote. This is this is quite a bit of money. Um, and the the guy warned me before he was like, you you do realize in order to get a drinks brand, you're probably looking at 150k to 200k to to really get it going. And I can remember being on the phone and and like not really flinching and just <laughs> yeah. being like, I, I I don't care. Like I I don't know how I'm going to get that cash. Yeah, but I'm going to bring this idea to market. And that that was just. And I'm sure you're the same. It's, it's that naive um, mindset, behavior, mm. whatever, to, and, and the belief that you think you can really get it done. You know, it's, I, I think so that's true. what drives you forward. That's so true. You yeah, 100%. You, the amount of phone calls I've had where y- your stomach's kind of doing somersaults, but your mind's just going, all right, we'll find a way. We'll find a way. Don't don't worry about it. Keep, keep, keep cool. Keep cool. Because while you're saying that, though, so during your time of completing – being a lawyer, coming to Australia, had you seen any competition enter the market that made you go, oh, shit, I've missed the boat? Or was there still that drive going, there is still a gap? I've, I've still got this opportunity. Uh, I've just got to move. Or when you came to Australia, was it, I've just got to move a bit quicker kind of thing, and I will find that money because the time's now. What was what was your thinking there? Yeah, the, the, the latter was more... You could see competition within that complete meal space mm-hmm. in the US and, and the UK. But yeah, the, the gap was in Oz, but it, there was no RTD. Or, or there was another brand. And I, I, I remember ordering it and tasting it and almost spitting it down back <laughs> the sink. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm kidding them. That's a bit biased. Um, <laughs> it was more, yeah, um, the, the gap's still here. Let's move yeah. back here, as you said. But you, you'll know as well, it, it comes down to cash. Like, how, how are you going to? get that cash to make it happen yeah so then tell me about that then so then once you've had this conversation how how did you then go because you're from the uk and like me setting up a business in australia i wouldn't how and and this is the power of google like it always starts with google doesn't it it's and i remember just googling how, how how do you how what's an abn how do you get an abn how do you register a business yeah. Did you just go, I'm just going to do it and just did that stage by stage and and find ingredients? Well, I'm really keen, yeah, to, because a lot of brands I speak to on this podcast, some of them are not in the food industry at all, like yourself, mm-hmm. whereas I work in the food industry. So like, I always go, oh, yeah, it's pretty simple. I need to go and speak to this person for an ingredient and this person for packaging. When you're not from that background but you've got the idea, what was your then process from going, right, I'm going to go for it. What did you do? Yeah. Similar to you, the, the power of Google. It was mm. just, I, I, I started phoning on my lunch break, um, bottling companies, because I wanted to understand the process end to end. So I was phoning these bottling companies and they probably get a couple of random phone calls like me mm. every so often. And the guy put me in touch with uh, food consultants. So that basically saved the day. And spoke to these food consultants and uh, again like um once I, I pitched the idea to them like yeah we'll, we'll take you on Here, here's the quote this this is how much it's going to cost and mm. so managed to gather gather my savings together and yep. i made that first transfer so that was a bit like right okay there's no going back now yeah that's yeah. happened um and then in terms of getting the the supply chain sorted it was it was google as well like i was trying to order in some um raw ingredients to the house just test them out do it do it myself first and then um 
as I mentioned, trying trying to get some cash together because I knew that um, to do a trial run of the drinks was going to cost quite a, quite a sum of money. And then if you wanted to do a, an MOQ, like it'd be even more. <laughs> and so yeah. um, I, I can remember I was living in Kuji at the time and then the the consultants were another two-hour train journey away. So I got up at like 4.30, like three different times, mm-hmm. went out to their office and like got updates from them and everything. And then we got when we got to the point that we had the samples ready, went out one morning, picked them back up, had my, my picnic bag uh, full of the samples, getting ready to go back to work because I had taste testing organized. So that that was that was one way that, that I that I utilized that we did blind sample testing Fantastic. with our product versus yep. the competitors. So because I worked at the, the investment bank, some people there had maybe a bit too much cash to, mm-hmm. to play around with. And so org- organized um, uh, those taste testing, as I mentioned, and, and just basically it, was, it turned into an investment pitch. Like, this is what's happening in other parts of the world with this category. This is what we've got. These are the results of uh, the blind sample testing. This is the market opportunity in, in Australia. Are you in or out? Let's do it. I'm, and I'm, <laughs> this is how much I've invested. Mm. There's no going back for me. Let's make it happen. That is fantastic. I, I love that. <laughs> like, what Two things from that. I love the 4.30 a.m. because you just got to get it done. It's I've got to go and see this person, come back with whatever you need and start work. And and as the average Joe just kind of wakes up, gets ready for work, you've you've already done four hours of work before you and, and has created something. But then having the smarts to then go, all right, I'll utilize the people that are sitting around me. That is, yeah, that is fantastic. <laughs> and, and, and I'm guessing did someone, well, did one person come on board or is, is, was it a group of people that went, you know what, we're into that. What Was it a tough selling? Uh, yeah, it was definitely a tough sell. But I think once they saw that you, you actually were doing something about it and like I remember what I walked into the office and I had that sh- the stupid picnic bag round round my shoulder. And the guy's like been, been out anywhere me. nice. I know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Gordon, what what are you doing? And I'm like, nice well, bag, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is what I've just done. And and basically his eyes lit up and he's like, Oof, this this guy's this guy well, maybe a bit impressive uh, mm. <laughs> doing that yeah. nonsense at that time in the morning, you know. I think I think that that showed them that I was dedicated. And it goes back to that that belief that you can get it done that I mentioned earlier. So I think, yeah, there was a, there's a group of people, but maybe for other people that are looking for investment, you don't have to go out and, and just get 50K mm. or something from one person. Start small, get 5K yeah. from a couple of people and then move up to 10, whatever. Um, I think I think that's probably the, the best advice to do it. That's you have people yeah. that see a number that was on the quote and or for the MOQ and you'd be like, oh, how am I going to get that? Mm. But just, just start start small you found a way you found so you you've you've got a great idea you've got a great product you've got the motivation which i'd like to think you've already beaten 99 percent of people like you mentioned before 10 minutes ago where it was like even just that initial quote of here's your samples or even the food consultant first initial consultation like people charge for their time and their knowledge that wipes you out so you've you you've got the wheels moving when did you go to production when did you go i'm doing this and and who was your first customer because you're very much um 
a B2C kind of business, aren't you? So I'm, I'm very keen to know, yeah, like the launch and how the hell did you, well, what was the feeling of selling your first bag to someone you didn't know <laughs> or know. selling your first product to someone you didn't know? Yeah. We, finding a manufacturer for this type of process, so because it's shelf stable mm. and it's got a lot of ingredients, it makes it very difficult to make. So to find someone to, to make that happen was was definitely one of the biggest challenges because you'd get you'd either, you'd either get straight not back or they'd say wait another month mm. you'd phone back another month wait another month so <laughs> it was quite frustrating but by the end um, we had someone that accepted us and it was in New Zealand funnily yeah. enough wow and okay yeah so the trials got done there and I, I took the flight over uh, to a remote part of New Zealand and watched it all come to life which was was pretty magical. And we during that time, we were, we were getting things ready from marketing's perspective. So we had to like all the, the 3D images so people mm-hmm. knew to an extent what, what was coming. And then we, we managed to get a few um, B2B sales in New Zealand before it came back to Oz. Yeah. So that was quite lucky. Got you, that's and great. Um, then we, we launched it online in Oz. Yeah, and, and to, to, you, you do a pre-order and I think you, you, you'll know as well, Ben, you, you have uh, local local friends and, and family that will get involved first so you, you'll see that in the order list which is fantastic but when when you have your first random person mm. that's come on the website that's enjoyed the marketing that that is like taking a risk almost like you, yeah. you've got minimum um reviews or, or none at all at that point i think i think that's always a special moment when someone random comes in and, and takes the product first. Oh, I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember when I launched Doggy Delicious literally coming on three years ago and you, you get the email notification and you're going, yes, order. And you go, oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, <laughs> it makes you excited, but it's a friend. And you go, oh, how kind. Yeah, very sweet. Thank you very much. And then the next order, oh, thank you. Yeah, for my auntie or something like that. You're like, oh, great. And, but then when that one person who you go, hold on a minute, and and this is where you know you're a small business, when you Google in the name and you're going, where's the connection come from? Is it a friend of a friend through Facebook or Instagram? And then <laughs> you've not packed their order for two hours because you're trying to stalk this person <laughs> on the internet to go, where the hell did you find my brand from? And what a feeling that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Oh, so that's yeah. great. So, because I'm very keen, because this is, well, it's it's not a niche. It's an, I'm going to classify it as a niche product to the, a lot of people because they wouldn't understand this space in kind of a full, complete nutritional package. But a lot of people have protein shakes, weight gainers, and stuff. All you're doing is just adding, you're just kind of taking it to the next level kind of thing. So with the marketing side at the start easy to try and go this is what it is and did people get it straight away and how long did it take to to grow um when you launched yeah no that's a, that's a good question because then the next stage was we had the bottles in our hand and it was literally going up and down the streets in the eastern suburbs of of door knocking of, ah. of local businesses at uh, petrol stations uh, local shops, supermarkets, gyms, whatever. I, I was in there hmm. trying to pitch, and yeah, to say this is a meal in a bottle, mm-hmm. people are like what? 
what are you talking about? Like a meal in the bottle? Have you got like uh, chicken and gravy? Yeah. And, what, what <laughs> yeah. um, and then trying trying to explain that that it was just like uh, the full composition of protein, uh, carbs, fats, vitamins, and then added um, premium ingredients like that. That was a once you explained it like that, it was it was a bit easier. Mm. And then also similar to you, Ben, we were at uh, pop ups, so Bondi markets, okay. um, and in the gyms, letting people try it. So one, once they tried it, and the, the initial flavors we had were berry and, and pineapple and coconut. So people said pineapple and coconut was a bit like a pina colada. So that was that was a bit of fun for them. Mm. So yeah, that, those sort of things. Once you got that message across, they, they understood. But definitely to begin with, it was um, yeah, it was a bit bit difficult. But you you had people like the, the man shake and the lady shake, so you could you could almost relate to them. Yeah, got you. Yeah. Yeah, le- leverage someone else because it's always and I, and you just mentioned it. Then you kind of you, you change your cell, don't you? You kind of every every gym that you visit, you go, okay, well that that didn't work. It just took me twenty minutes to explain uh, what that was, and and I guess you've got your pitch, which was your introduction at the start of the podcast. It's that yeah, f- full nutrition. You got your vitamins, minerals, carbs, fats in one drink, and you just get better and better. At it and people then start to understand. Um, what you're about and when did you realize that people started to get it and you were getting the repeat purchases like were you finding that was pretty soon or was it like what I did it's a just a tough slog for a while uh, for a long while and when did you then get that I don't know that not that break or that kind of that little uplift where you go oh I've got something that's viable here that's something that, yeah this is this is kicking off yeah, we offer a subscription service. So as soon as people start subscribing, like they'll maybe go for a few bottles first just to test it out, and then they'll they'll go for a bigger pack, and then after a while they'll they'll say, yeah, we're uh, we're, we're going to do the subscription. And then also we we got into to various um, petrol stations, uh, local supermarket, and and um, and gym vending machines and things like that. So you you yeah. have the eyes. So obviously it's, it's moving. Uh, but this with the bottles didn't didn't last a, a whole massive amount of time though mm. because of um, the next episode that, that happened with with the C word COVID. So we we had to we had to do a bit, a bit of a pivot during that time because the whole the whole goal was to do these trial runs of of the bottles, sell them online, get some get some local retail entry entry, and then go for the go for the big one. Yep, and we we managed to get a pitch. Pitches at Caltex, uh, range review requests at Coles and, and and Woolies as well, and then all, all of a sudden, as I said, COVID, COVID, mm. and they turned around and said, "We're not taking on any new brands." So th- there was that that strategy almost like down down the drain because the MOQ was so high, cost a lot of money. Yep. Could we actually sell those amount of bottles? Yeah, yeah, you could you could take a big risk, but yep. I don't know if that risk was it wasn't worthy at the time. So we had to go back to the drawing board. And that drawing board was taking a pivot route to powder, which at the time, because of COVID, it was it was more suited to to e-commerce. Mm-hmm. And people people maybe knew a bit more, like they could relate to powder. So the R and D for that started during lockdown. Fantastic! Wow, because <laughs> I didn't know you started with bottles. Because yeah. and and that's yeah, I thought you started with bottles and powders at the same time. So that's that's really fascinating. That yeah, you you went with the bottles first unfortunately had to change but 
Uh, yeah. Um, so tell me about that then. So then, because that, that is just starting all over again. Or could you leverage your New Zealand supplier because I guess they're already blending the powder for the mix? Or did you just go, I'm, I'm starting from scratch again and we go from stage one? Yeah. I was effectively starting from scratch from a, a new product mm. perspective. But as you said, we, we still we had the recipe from the bottles. So we knew what, what we could do from we could we could get around it and we mm. could start doing the R and D um in house effectively. So at started ordering in all the <laughs> supply chain again, all the ingredients and, and literally like every night after I'd done the day job would, would just be R and D test, trial and error, trial and error. Does that work? What what does the gum do? What does the sweetness mm. do? Um, trying new flavors, waiting for supply chains to come in, you know. So it was just boom, 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 all all the time in lockdown, and and nothing else was happening. You couldn't go out, so there was there was no formal. It was just yeah. I actually moved out of Sydney to um, well, not out of Sydney, maybe maybe a bit more the countryside to this uh, quite big Airbnb, and was living with another entrepreneur and a few other people in, in the house, and it was just like a great environment to get stuck in. Like we're all sharing ideas, Smart. Uh, eating healthy working out all the time at lunch you know it was like hmm. really really good um that's great and i guess yeah. one room's just a room full of your powders um you've, yeah, you've, it's like gordon you've got fucking shitload of powders going on what the hell is going oh, on the here? Owner's like the, the postman's here again what, what the then? <laughs> yeah. a little bag of i don't know xylitol t- turning up and monk fruit and it's like what what is this little bag because those little um, sweeteners are powerful. You don't. You only need a little bag. <laughs> so it's oh. like whatever gets you through COVID. <laughs> exactly. The police are going to be out the door soon with all these powders turning up. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's all right. It's only my flavors, my natural flavors turn up. So it's all. Oh. Oh. So then, how did that kick off then? So did you have to stop business with the bot? Did that stop? And you had to launch again, or did you have enough stock to see you through with the bottles to then start? the powder range which is is kind of like your babies now isn't it it's kind of like the foundation range yeah. um we had about three months of of no stock um mm. so yeah we were just as i said back to the the drawing board getting everything ready for the pouch launch and so so we as i said we did the R&D, uh, in-house then used the nutritionist again just to confirm everything was okay and, and do more taste testing and, and everything else and then found a different manufacturer f- for the powder based mm-hmm. in Australia this time. So that's, that's, that removes that logistics um, nightmare yep. of, of freighting it across the, the Tasman. So we, we we sent the samples up to the, the manufacturer, the recipe, and then they, they did their own trials and, and sorted everything out and then sent them back down um, for sign-off and, and then got that signed off. But then after that, I made a bit a bit of a move. I um, I moved back to Europe during once we had everything signed off. Like, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember you saying this, and I was like, uh, "Yeah," because you were going, "Oh, I'm going." I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah." That, that was a big change. To, yeah. <laughs> what caused that? Yeah. Uh, well, d- during the the lockdown period, I, I still had a girlfriend, and but she was in Sweden. She she went back temporarily to to sort some stuff mm-hmm. out but couldn't get back in because of the, uh, the Aussie the borders. 
So, so my thinking was right. No, they'll, they'll open it up soon. Come on, it'll mm. be fine. We'll, mm. we'll get back in. I'll, I'll be able to leave. I'll get back in. It's all good. Uh, and then you're eight months down the track, and it's it's still shut. So, yeah, it was it was a bit of a big decision, but I had I had to sort out the business stuff first, and that mm. that was all agreed. Um, a family member also got ill, so mm. that was another factor that came into it. Mm. So, yeah, I, I was like, it, is is there a chance that I could? I could marry this girl. That that was basically yeah. the, the thought. Okay, <laughs> and could, can Vibe still go? The answer was yes. Can can we? Does this accelerate the international expansion? The answer is yes. Why why not go for it? Let's let's have another adventure. And if I hadn't gone, like it would have been another like year and a half before I could have got out. Mental. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you've. I, and it's funny because you forget about these things that happen, don't you? So yeah, <laughs> it's. <laughs> it, you yeah. kind of wipe your memory of yeah what went yeah, on, yeah, but yeah. you people yeah. like you were living for it, yeah, and, and yeah. hey, poor girlfriends I, going. But I think but, <laughs> people in way worse situations mm. than us, Ben. You know, so hundred percent, all perspective, isn't it? It is indeed. So then, how did you launch in Australia and then move over? Like that would have taken a lot of. A lot of emails and a lot of going. All right, this needs to be put in place. This needs to be put in place. What what happened there? Yeah, so I, I took the flight to Stockholm, mm. Sweden, and then set set up shop there. <laughs> so yeah, as you said, a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls. I wanted, uh, as anyone, you wanted to happen a lot uh, sooner. Mm. Um, but these things just take a while, and. Yeah, I was able to, we were able to do it remotely. So I, to, to, to just give you another bit of an idea, like there is another co-founder involved. Uh, I used to work with, with Rory at, at KPMG in, in Glasgow and in, in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And he's been there since the start. Okay, so perfect. I always, I always had another another co-founder. So he, he, he took more control of the marketing at the beginning and then I was boots on the ground in Oz. And then when I came back to Europe, we were still uh, working closely together to, to make it happen in Australia. Fantastic, yeah, and 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 that's where a co-founder is so valuable. It's, it seems like a perfect relationship, doesn't it? When when you talk about that, like because yeah. someone like me, if I had to move back to the UK, it would. Co- I don't know actually, because I've set it up in a way where I'd like to think if I left the business, could it still carry on? And it, yeah, probably probably take a little bit of work at the start, but you could probably make it happen. So you're just a testament that you can. Yeah, leave and set something up in the power of the internet again. Good old Google and um, an internet connection can can help so much, even on the other side of the world. I know, I know. It's people, cr- people do say that. Like, how, 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 how have you launched it when you when you're here when you're in Europe? Uh, it's like, well, it's the internet. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. Use your phone and get the email out and and just go for it. Okay, right. You, t- you tell someone to blend some powders, pack it in a bag, send it to this place, and then someone else does the rest kind of thing. So I guess exactly. you use like a three PL and yeah, outsourced everything. And so then that's crazy. So then you're still fully committed to your brand, and you've has it just made you go? This can go bigger than. Australia now and then you just planted those seeds while you're over there or did it did it take a back step for a little while because your your whole life had changed or did you just keep going for it keep the momentum uh still rocking forward yeah momentum was full steam ahead uh, as mm. soon as we launched that uh, <laughs> yeah it increased again and then being, being in that part of the world you you 
the, the dream was always to, to bring it back home as well. Mm. Like international brand, that was that was a goal from the outset. That was that was part of the pitch and investment side as well. Mm. So we we had to make it happen. And yeah, alongside that, we started reaching out to to manufacturers in the UK and tried to raise more funds. And then that that's what happened. So that took another another year. So we we launched the the first set of powders, um, probably just just under two years ago now. Yeah. And then uh, during that time as well, for the next year, we we launched another two flavors. So they've been on the market for for about a year. And then the UK side took way longer. Again, supply chain and everything during during COVID was a bit of a a struggle with the amount of ingredients. And we, we've been in the market in the UK for uh, just about a year as well. Interesting. And I've got a question. So you're in several different markets now. Which one? Well, one, two questions. One, which one is the biggest for you? And two, which one has surprised you the most? Or, yeah, call, yeah, just, yeah, which one surprised you the most? And uh, go from there. Yeah, Australia's still the biggest. Um I'd say that there's more competition in, in mm. the UK and Europe with with other brands that have been there for a while. I mean, you've got the global leader there, Hugh. So yeah. it makes it a lot more difficult to to then grab those customers or, yeah. or steal them. Yeah. You've really got to push that USP. So with us, it's, it's the nootropics point with, yeah. with the lion's mane and our, our all-natural ingredients and, and no artificial sweeteners or, or colors or anything like that. Um so that yeah, that's that's definitely been difficult. And then mm. when when you go into Europe, yeah, you think oh, there's what three hundred million people yeah. there. It's a massive market, yeah. But they all speak different languages. <laughs> so yeah. They don't they don't all speak English like like in Australia and the UK. So yeah. that's you almost need to pick one to yeah. start with. You can't, you can't spread yourself too thin. That's definitely been a, a lesson for us. Like you, you have a marketing budget. So where, where do you put that? Do you put it all into Australia? How, how are you going to spread that across UK and mm. Europe? Yeah, you've, only got limit, you've only got limited funds. You're not making massive amounts of profit yet, you know. So you, mm-hmm. you, you just you're just continuously reinvesting. So that's that's another. Yeah, it's very fascinating. That yeah, because you could throw everything at one country and it, it's just not gonna gonna work. And what's what's been your biggest lesson so up until this moment? Yeah, you, you've. What would you go? Oh shit! Why did I do that? Or um, what's been the biggest kind of yeah lesson so far in not at the moment, but back then when you when you <laughs> when you'd launched in the UK, you'd got it going in Australia. What what were the lessons or kind of learnings that you were going through in your head? Yeah, you look back and you reflect and you think, oh, should we have done the the powder first? Mm. You know, was it a bit? there's that naive aspect of you coming in like you shouldn't did did you think you could raise all that money first to do it to do a drink in mm. such a complex process like should you have calmed down taken a back seat and go well, let's let's try let's play safe at the start let's let's do powder so yeah you could argue a, a bit of cash was was wasted mm. at the start but again it's all learnings yeah i, I yeah. don't i don't really think we can regret anything mm. um, like yeah other other learnings are just maybe looking after yourself a bit more like not not working daft hours <laughs> doing your day job and then staying up till who knows what time in the morning like sacrificing oh, yeah. sleep like you can't sacrifice sleep you need to look after your nutrition okay we've, we've got that with vibe that's fine make sure you exercise more mm. you know like it, every, it all affects your, your your workload your times your relationship everything like it's oh, i think that's another massive lesson it is isn't it but you do it this is the funny like 
because uh, I, I, I've just done a post. Well, I've done an article every year. I kind of do. Um, so we're in third year of Doggylicious. So I did did one on um, uh, LinkedIn, one year of business, two year of business, three year. And it's great just to reflect back on the year that has been and, you know, kind of the accounts you've won, the accounts you've lost, uh, the products you've launched, et cetera. And I and and you just saying that it may it, it brought a little smile on my face because oh my god like the hours that I spent in a shed packing cookies and I remember getting an order for two pallets and I remember just going you know what I can do this and I started it and when you start it you go oh shit this is gonna take a long time and I remember having four weeks to pack it and I remember. Someone went, have you done the calculator? Mate came around for a beer and he goes, have you done the calculations? How many are you pack in a minute? I went, oh, let's work it out. And he goes, you do know you're going to have to spend six hours in your shed every night for four weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, when you, when you work it out like that, oh shit. <laughs> but you do, you do it though. You do all these late nights, early mornings because you're so passionate and you believe in something that many people wouldn't. Um, and it, it's just testament to yourself because I've watched your brand grow and I, I get it because I've seen Hugo, I've seen them becoming a phenomenal beast and I've seen you just going, oh, I get it. Like, I just hope everyone else gets it. And I, I'm, and this is why I wanted you on the show because I didn't know the story of why, how it went international and it all makes sense but at least you didn't lose your motivation and consistency to then launch it because you could have just gone oh that was fun in australia and then carried on (laughs) as a different life overseas so do you do you still have the passion as you did last year or the year before um because you've now brought new products which we want to talk about next like is the motivation there and and the drive still hungry as oh yeah big time yeah uh, I, I went i went back to oz uh, last year we had a, a fitness show so we exhibited there and that was the first time returning since, since covid and i was mm. yeah it was, it was fantastic meet everyone again and um that's when we launched the new flavors at the show so you'll know as well but well i was gonna say you, you know as well the, the pop-up stores but you you're not getting instant feedback from the dogs are you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they never complain. <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. Just have it. Um, so yeah, we we launched the new flavors at, at the show, and, and it was just so good having people there in front of you. Yeah, to um, say, oh yeah, I, re- I really like this, and then they buy on the spot. You know, so you're obviously mm. doing something good, and you've you pitched it well enough to say that it that will help them. And the other piece that just keeps keeps it going is is the reviews. Yeah. So you get random, and you, you'll know as well. You get random reviews from people that say, "Yeah, this is like one specific one, maybe a bit extreme compared to others." But they, mm-hmm. they said, "Vibe's not been just a, a part of my life. Like it's been a real main aspect. I've been using it every day for the last two months. I've lost X kilograms. I feel more confident." And then to hear stuff like that, mm-hmm. you're like, "Whoa, this this really drives you forward. You've yeah. you've created something." from from nothing from from a kitchen to then that's helping people all, all over the country like, yeah. like that how that cool is that yeah 
you've changed you've changed someone's life for the better yeah. and yeah and you just you just made their lives simpler and you're just going perfect fantastic <laughs> but that, exactly and, and these, these come in regularly as well so that that just keeps you keeps you hyped up mm. i'm actually going i'm flying to oz tomorrow are you really? Yeah. 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 So when when this drops out, I should be in in the country. Fantastic. Um, we've we've got another fitness show, so we're going to Sydney to the Oz Fitness Show, three day event. So it's going to be tough work, but mm. we're going to get we're going to get it done. Then meet up with all the manufacturers, suppliers, and so it's going to be a busy couple of weeks. Very busy, but lo- looking forward to it. That is fantastic. And I want to talk talk about your new product. So you you the greens there with the new tropics. Yeah, that it's interesting because I've seen greens powders come and go, but they've come and gone because they taste like shit. <laughs> the the recent like the recent kind of whoever who's created this greens and it tastes well and and you've just entered it with the nootropic add on, which is just taking it to that next stage. One, how's it going? And two, like. It's just a perfect kind of, I don't know, addition to your existing range, isn't it? And yeah. how, how's the feedback been? One, in that space, and two, do people get it as well? Like, do, Are you seeing that people are getting the new tropic space going, oh, it's just that extra little 1% um, that hopefully makes me better and more functional? Yeah. We've, we've only launched within the last couple of weeks, mm. so... Thing, things are definitely steady at the moment. So that's, as you said, nootropics, but we, we call it brain care smart greens. So nice. yeah, there's been loads of super greens that have been on the market. And yeah, a lot that, that don't taste that good either. Oh but God, we, yeah. we wanted to shake it up a bit and then combine the super greens with the new emerging brain care category. So that's obviously a, a very topical issue at the moment. And mm. a lot of these problems, they, they all they, they stem from the, the problem. So the, the people at the top of the green space, to have a really premium mix, it costs a lot of money. Mm. And then if you're also going to have all your nootropics on top or just looking after your brain ingredients, such as your omega-3s, like you are, you are going to be spending a lot of money per month on these subs. So you're looking at like $250 per month if, if you do the calculations of of everything that you need so we thought right let's that's how hard can this be again that, that same mentality let's let's give it a go let's let's keep the premium nature that we have with our meal shakes let's mm-hmm. put that into the greens but let's also add these brain care focused ingredients so yeah as i said the omega-3s you've got your grapefruit extract in there blueberry extract vitamin d and vitamin b complex so those and then probiotics prebiotics so looking after the gut that's a whole other section but the the brain gut access not not qualified enough to speak Mm. about all that but um and i I don't think anyone really knows what's going on there either but we we put those brain focused ingredients in there to to combine the two categories and and create something that was that was unique so yeah getting that message across Mm. like again at the show um next week like it's going to be pivotal as well to to find out really face to face what people think when when they see the product what does it what does it talk to them about how does it taste yeah we, we've not put any sweeteners in there either which is which is risky um but we we've still got the fruity flavors so we've got mm. mango flavor and we've got pineapple mango seems to have a bit more flavor that's come out of the the production line than than the pineapple but yeah it's it's all it's all a work in progress we just need to keep 
taking the feedback on and, and developing as, as fast as we can. I love it. I love it. I, I wish this product was around, what, 15 years ago when I was smashing a glass of, I think it was like my protein. It had like 4 million different types of green vegetable extracts. And yeah. oh, it used to, oh my God. I can, st- do you know when you can still taste it? It's, it, it was that bad. It was like, what, why am I doing this? Because you, you think it's good, but yeah. it, it's nice that the one, it's improved and two, yeah looking at the ingredients like i was looking at your product before because i was like on oh, what because i know there was some good ingredients in there and you, you've got some great ingredients i i wouldn't like to be the person in charge of the supply chain uh, managing all those ingredients but that's someone else's headache so <laughs> good luck <laughs> so, we need to get you on this product ben i'll try because your taste buds are like Oh my god! The, the, they'll probably look at it and go, "Not again, Ben." Remember last time? I'm like, <laughs> but I'm, I'll, I'll, be, mate, I'll, I'll try anything, especially in this space. The amount of pre-workouts that I've had, uh, it's. It, I, I wouldn't like to know what damage I've done to my body over the years, and safe to say, I'm I'm not as foolish. But stuff like what you've created is is fantastic, and like people leaving those reviews because you can drink or you can blend whether it's the RTD or whether it's the powder mixed with some water or milk that is going to stop someone from probably smashing a KFC or, um, I don't know, a sandwich in a chocolate bar. And it's those little changes on what you've created as a brand that can make those little changes. And someone is just going to be happier, healthier, stronger. And, um, it's fantastic. And, where where do you see the brand going next? So where where's the vision um, for the next? I don't know. Say this year to next year to five years. Yeah, we over the last year we we've um, dug down a bit more on on the marketing spent. So we've we've utilised a, a marketing agency to help us. Um, so basically, that was just to get the confidence in investing those social media ads, Google ads, all, all the rest of it. Mm. So that we've seen a, a, a real spike in, in sales from that. So that's that's been really beneficial. And what's what's next would be a retail entry. So we're just about to we've just taken on sales consultants and we're gonna go after the, the retail side for our um, complete meal powder at first instance. We do have smaller size pouches that can be, that are typically used as, as samples or travel pouches at the moment. So we want to put that into um, a box and then get, get after the retail. So there's, no, there's another brand that's taking up the space at the moment. But again, we feel we've got a different offering. We've got USP and we, we can target a different site. And of course, um, growing things in, in the UK and Europe, we, we want to take on more investment um, to, to expand even further. But as you know, Ben, like with the marketing, it, mm. it, it just costs a lot of money. So yep. you need to make sure that you're having a positive return on ad spend. And once you have that, like you, you're almost printing printing the sales mm. printing printing money so you can just get it going but just to go back quickly on, on on the point you said about um people mixing it with water and, and having rtd and, and things like that and 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 the greens that we have mm. like we're almost like i said about sleep nutrition exercise so if someone doesn't sleep well or if another person hasn't exercised properly during the day like you've still got that nutrition to fall back on so yeah. If all else fails in the day, mm-hmm. you, if you have vibe, you have your nutrition covered. So it's almost a bit like an insurance policy, if you like. Yeah. Um, 
Mm-hmm. You, you mentioned you, you had the greens before to get all the, those uh, micronutrients. So that's that's basically what we're offering. And and what a lot of people say as well is like, oh, I prefer to to have solid food or mm. I prefer to chew my food. So do I. And, and so, so, do, so does everyone else. But there's a lot of times where you just don't have the time to, to prefer that fully nutritious meal. Or, or you mentioned you might just go for a KFC mm. or have a meal deal like, like they would in, in the UK. <laughs> um, but we're offering something that has that complete blend that will look after your nutrition rather than going for something that's cheap and cheerful and, and not healthy. Uh, yeah, no, and and just hearing this story, it's been great because yeah, I've seen the brand come to life, and like I say, follow, followed your journey, not understood the journey because it, I've known parts. It's just been absolute absolute pleasure just knowing the full story. And thank you for being so open and honest. And what a ride you've had because <laughs> one, you've travelled some miles, but you've kept the brand alive and what yeah what a what a testament to yourself and i just think i'm I'm very much looking forward to seeing how this does like you say in the retail space because there's a gap there and you've you've done the hard yards so i wish you all the luck in the world i yeah. i always like to me though, ben. yeah we've got, we've got a team we've got a team so right, i'll just tell you quickly about the team that yeah, I mentioned, rory um, so there's four partners now at Vibe, and then we've got another graphic designer that's worked at one of the top nutrition companies in, in Europe. Um, another, we've got a Dutch investor, so he's like EU co-founder. Oh, wow. He's, um, so you've got a strong at, team behind you now. Yeah, yeah. And, and interns as well in both locations, UK, um, Australia, from from some of the top unis. So it's, it's, not, it's not just me. It's been a, a massive team effort over the last year. That's fantastic. And... And growing, which, which is the best. What a best outcome! Like it's like you're saying, it's you, you're growing into the retail space, which will one cause more lessons um, and 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 different ranges. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Give, <laughs> give us a shout because I'll tell you a lot of mistakes I made. <laughs> so don't do, don't do them. <laughs> so I I always like to finish off by going. What if if someone's listening to this, which I hope they are, and they usually do, and I always get a lot of feedback, and people go, "Oh wow, I I, I would love to do that." What would you say your main points are over this journey, even now to the very start? What what have been your biggest lessons to date? Like, and what would you do differently? I know we said at the start it's all lessons, but. Yeah, what 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 kind of your key summary of, of of building a brand as good as what you have? Yeah, if you're going to do it, then you have to be passionate about that that industry that you're in or, or the the particular category, because times will get tough. Mm. Like you you'll definitely need to pull out whatever drive and motivation you have. So if if you're passionate about it, then it it definitely uh, helps. I can sit a moment amount and then so you're passionate about it but then you need to be consistent like it's it's not going to grow if, if you're not hammering out on every single day or, or, or most days so definitely keep consistent and then I, I think i mentioned before about looking after yourself so make sure that you get the breaks when you can and, and hit all those different key key drivers yeah i love that last one love it yeah 
that's it's it's probably something a lot of people don't do is it <laughs> it's one of the most important ones <laughs> you just get carried away you do indeed well like i said it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you i know that yeah i'm, I'm just going to keep following as i do and um, keep being a supporter from the sidelines uh the people who are listening like it's pretty simple um go to the website go and check out the products but where can they find more about you um, and what are your socials? Yeah. It's vibe.com.au or europe.eu, uk.co.uk. And then we have our Instagrams, vibe.au and then also vibe.eu. And then me, I'm GordonJB12 on Instagram and then also LinkedIn, Gordon Perfect. Belch. I will, I will put all those links in and absolute pleasure it's yeah really glad i got this chance to speak to you get to know you more get to know the brand more and safe travels um enjoy enjoy uh 24 hours sitting on your ass to to sydney so i hope it goes well that'll be the plan for the journey (laughs) i I hope the show is a success for you I'm, i'm sure it will and I just know that you'll be tired after day three. <laughs> it's, wow. always, it's always a tough slog. So, no, uh, go for it. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, Gordon. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot, Ben. Cheers. Take yeah. care.